I believe that everyone has a story inside them. I believe that everyone has something to tell. If you look at it from a business perspective, you know, a business might call that a mission statement or a vision, but it's what people, you know, and we have all these things that impact our lives. We have great stories, great circumstances, great you know, events that we've been a part of. And those pieces, if we put that into a book and add that to our story and create that as the reason why, then we create that connection and we give that depth to the people that we're trying to talk to. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, we have two amazing guests lined up for you today. One of them is a repeat guest. He is the greatest marketer of nonfiction books in history. He's the co-creator of the top series of nonfiction books in the history of the world, The Chicken Soup for the Soul, with over 300 New York Times bestsellers and 59 number one New York Times bestsellers. And our co-guest is a serial entrepreneur who's opened 15 car dealerships, two energy companies, and a humanitarian water company. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Mark Victor Hansen and the one and only Preston Weeks. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you. That introduction, we have to do well. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to be here today with you. I'm excited to have you. I'm super excited because you guys have created a program that is unique in the world. The last time Mark was on the show, he explained to me the importance of being unique. I didn't fully get it until he explained it to me. And now he has shown me why this particular book and this particular program are unique in the world. Gentlemen, please tell us all about it. Please tell us why you came up with it and why it's so important and powerful and needed in today's world. What, what we believe, Nikki, is that everyone has a bestseller in them. And seeing as a lot of people are semi-incarcerated thanks to government-imposed sanctions right now, it is the best time ever to pull out that wisdom, pull out that insight, pull out the the whole story you've got inside that's just been pent up. It's been on your bucket list forever. You said, oh, I'm going to write a book. Or your neighbor said, you've had such great experiences. You ought to write a book or your partner or your boss or your spouse. It is time to write the book. And, and we have put together a virtual seminar that makes it unbeatable, unstoppable, and inevitable that you're going to have a unique book that's going to be transformational to you and to the world that gets to read it. And a bestseller to boot, right? Why not? As long as you're going to do something. Uh, my friend Jay Abraham and I have the same birthday. And Jay says, look, you have an ethical, moral obligation to share something at a profit if you've got something that will source and serve somebody in a high-level way. And uh, look, books have made me excessively rich. I've sold a half billion books, 309 different bestsellers. Like you said, 59 number one bestsellers. So I 
have the track record, and I started with absolutely nothing, which we'll talk about as we get into this. Preston, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'd love to add on to that. You know, I've, I've done years and years of sales training and uh, led teams in sales, and with the world today and the way it is, we have so much information in front of us. It's, it's hard to decipher you know, what's good, what's bad, what to connect with, what to listen to, what not to listen to. And something really great that we're teaching in this course to help people to get their message out to the world is to connect their story to themselves, to connect their story to their business. This is so much more than just a book writing course. It's a book best-selling course. It teaches you how not to just to write the book, but how to market it, how to sell it, how to bring it into your brand, how to build it as a platform so that you can launch yourself off into greatness. And to distinguish from everything that's out there today, we need to have a story connected to ourselves. We need to have a story connected to our brand because people resonate with that. People connect with that. And having your story and telling your story and incorporating that into what you do makes you different from everything else. That's a distinguishing factor that can set you apart. And so I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to help people and just so happy to get this course out there so we can make a difference. You know, there's a, a couple of things I want to unpack in what both of you shared. So number one, Mark, you said that it was really, really the time is now is the theme of what we're talking about in terms of this program right now, right? And I think it's the theme of this whole global lockdown pandemic situation that we're all dealing with is the time is now. You know how everyone's been saying, if only I had the time, I would do blah, 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 right? Everyone's been saying this. Right. And I interviewed your friend, uh, Dr. Joe Vitale, and that's one of the things that he drove home in that interview that I did with him is, hey, someday is now. So whatever you've been thinking about doing, begin it now. Start it. Be a starter. So what you're saying is if you've been thinking about writing a book and you've been thinking about how do I write that book and turn it into a bestseller, now's the time to get started with it. And I believe that's absolutely true. And the other thing that I want to unpack is that a book is a very powerful part of a serious service-driven business owners, brand and platform. So I've got a program that I teach people around how to position themselves as thought leaders, how to dial in their message, how to get clear about their ideal client, how to, how to create some depth of expertise for themselves that they can take out there in the world. One of the things we, we say to people is, look, after you spend a year getting this part of it figured out, the next thing you need to do is you need to get a book and you need to get a podcast. So you created a platform for that, and I created a platform for podcasting that anyone who's serious about serving the world and making a difference absolutely has to jump on. That's what you're saying, essentially, isn't it? Exactly. All my businesses and all the books I've ever written have to have three things that you've already talked about. Number one, they got to be unique. Right, You don't want to be in that sea of sameness that our friend Dr. Nito Cobain talks about. Number two, they got to be transformational, right? Top down, inside out. you got to move the needle, so to speak, in your own life and take yourself to the next level. What Preston's saying is you got to get above the noise. It's got to be inevitable, meaning that when you hand somebody a book, you've just raised your stature. You've raised your status. You've raised your credibility. As a matter of fact, you're going to mega credibility. And so let me just real quick run through my own story. 
1974. I go bankrupt. I'm upside down $2 million. I went bankrupt so fast. I built the Wall Street Racket Club, a geodesic dome, and a, a New York aviaries. I'd done all kinds of great stuff. And I thought I was on top of the world, 26-year-old kid beating on my chest. But I was building out of plastic. Went bankrupt so fast, Nikki. I had to check a book out of the library, How to Go Bankrupt by Yourself. Well, I asked three roommates, do you know anyone after I'd hidden out under the sheets for six months? I was asking, you know, I'd written a book called Ask with Crystal, and Ask Yourself, Ask Others, Ask God. I said, God, what am I supposed to do? I said, you're supposed to be a communicator and, a, and an author. And I thought, are you talking to the right guy? Anyhow, I go learn how to be a speaker. But then when I was speaking, everyone said, wow, do you have that story in a book? So finally I got it because I didn't think I was competent to write a whole book. One of the things we teach is you can do, be part of a book. You can do a multi-authored book, a co-authored book, you know, or a ghost book. A lot of ways to do a book. And we teach every one of them, like Preston was saying. We do the only guy, I, comprehensively, I've been in the business 44 years. I know it better, deeper, and I know more of the players in it at both fiction, non-fiction levels than anyone alive, I think, because I'm really gregarious. I really go to all the ABA, American Bookseller meetings and all that. But I, I did this first book called Stand Up, Speak Out, and Win. I took 14 people into co-venturing with me, putting up $2,000 each to do it. The first year from the platform with little audiences, I was doing 1,000 talks a year, four people, 10 people, 20, 50, at little life insurance offices. And I sold the book, and I sold 20,000 copies, Nikki, the first year at $10 each. I wow. took in $200,000, and most people were paying cash back in the old days. We didn't really have credit cards in 74, 75. They came in in 77 so or something like that. And, you know, so that's how you took money. And it was just like I thought I'd die and go to heaven. First of all, I love speaking, now podcasting, like you say. And number two, I, I absolutely loved writing. And once I got that first book done, then I did Future Diary, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But it just... It, it just, I was crazy rich. It was crazy, wonderful, fun. I went from uh, driving a beat up old $400 pitted window, permanently air conditioned Volkswagen, where I had to wipe the snow off the windshield and it was freezing inside, to within a couple of weeks, a brand new Chrysler Cordova. Nice. Bond talked about with Corinthian leather. And I had arrived. I just, I, and I want everyone to arrive at wherever they want to arrive. And we, Preston and I, just with our whole team, and these virtual videos want to help you to go from where you are to where you can be, which is extraordinary. And, and I, I'm going to help you imagineer a bigger, better, brighter, grander, more opportunistic, exciting, promotion-laden future than you've ever imagined with one thing that's everything, which is a book that will positively change your life for the better. Awesome. Preston, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I'd just like to add to that. I think you know, as I, I well, I describe myself as an intensely logical, creative person, which sometimes that might be two worlds smashing up against each other. But I always like to sit back and look at what's happening and look at what's changing and look at what we can do. Like you were talking about earlier with action, you know, the time is now and only if we had the time to do it. Well, now, right now we've got, you know, the best excuse in the world with people in isolation. And, you know, as that comes out, you know, Trends are going to change and people are going to be working from home. Life is going to change as we know it. And so as this unfolds, you know, the world is changing. And so, you know, we need to take action with that and do something about it. And part of that is the big change in connection with people. So you look at people and you look at in the past, we met face to face, we talked, 
you know, you went to an office, you know, to do a business deal, you fly to another state and you go to that company, you sit down at a table, you shake hands and that's changing. If you rewind back further, you look at different platforms that have been massively adopted, like all the social media platforms that are out there where you're looking at hundreds or thousands of people every day and you know, you're seeing the things that they're doing, but that's been great in some sense, but there's also been a breakdown in connection with people and how to connect with people. And, and really right now, our time, people are craving for that deep, deep connection. People want to dive in and really get to know you better because it's honestly been lacking. It's been lacking for the past while because there's only so much you can look at with someone's post on what they ate for dinner or where they went on vacation. And so, <laughs> yeah, people want to see that connection. People want to have that connection and people want to feel it. And that's what society's craving for today. People want that and they need that. And the way that we can do that is by writing a book, by telling our message and by drawing people in to those life events that are real, that happen to you, or the information that you've collected and worked on so hard for, for your life, for your business, or your occupation. I believe that everyone has a story inside them. I believe that everyone has something to tell. If you look at it from a business perspective, you know, business might call that a mission statement or a vision, but it's what people, you know, and we have all these things that impact our lives. We have great stories, great circumstances, great you know, events that we've been a part of. And those pieces, if we put that into a book and add that to our story and create that as the reason why, then we create that connection and we give that depth to the people that we're trying to talk to. We give that depth to the people that want to hear our message or that are seeking for a solution because, you know, there's so many different things out there, but you know, how do people really connect and find that depth? Especially now that we are living in a virtual world where our friends are showing up on our computer screens and our cell phone screens that are smart computers and you've got you know the world almost in your pocket now with hundreds of thousands of potential connections in your pocket that you can reach from social media and different platforms and so what you can really do to differentiate yourself is connect that story and tell your story and it's it's just it's never been more important than today I really, really like what you said because I'm actually writing a book right now with a fellow by the name of Kai Bjorn. Kai is the owner of BNI Canada. It's called The Power of Connecting. And the subtitle for the book is How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. And we had a, um, a forward written for us by Ivan Meisner. Mark, you know Ivan Meisner, right? Very well. Ivan and I have been friends 20 or 30 years. Yeah, he's a great guy. So, The entire thesis of this book is what you just said. Like this book is written to help people understand that the power of connecting is more important than ever. And given the global pandemic that we're all in, I've actually written a chapter right now. I'm in the middle of that chapter right now, which is called Why People Need Connections, (laughs) right? And I, I get into the whole thing of what the CCP virus, the the Chinese Communist Party virus, has done to all of us right now. And I also get into a whole bunch of studies that are done on how important it is for humans to have 
connection and when people are alone and they're isolated, how that actually is not only bad for you psychologically, it's actually bad for you physically. People who are feeling lonely die prematurely at a 25% greater rate than those that have great connections and great relationships with people. And people who are socially isolated, actually, especially the elderly, die at twice the rate of those that are not. I mean, if you think about that, that absolutely is mind-boggling. But then let's, let's roll that into business, right? When it comes to business, people who cultivate deep connections and help other people have great deep connections. They actually grow their business. So Raymond Aaron introduced me to, to, to you, Mark. And because of him okay. introducing me to you, you got to meet a few of my fellow podcasters and you're going to be on some of their shows, right? And, Absolutely. and vice versa, you introduced me to a few podcasters and I'm going to be on some of their shows. And we're looking at doing a whole bunch of new stuff together. That's powerful from a business point of view. But I also found, man, I really like you. We're simpatico. We vibe well together. Like you're like my my long lost brother from another mother. So that makes me feel good that I know you. And every morning, like when when we're you know doing stuff and can communicating with each other, that elevates my energy. So I feel better psychologically, but I also feel better physically. So for that reason, Preston, I think what you're saying is super super important, and and people really need to pay heed to that. Absolutely, I yeah. We'll go. Oh, can I add in there? Yeah. So well, you know. That's that's perfect because that's so great. First of all, I want to congratulate you on writing a book because you know you've done so many amazing things, and I love your podcast and everything you're doing and everything you're working on. But also, too, if you didn't, here's the part that I love, and this is why what motivates Mark and I, and this is why we put this course together, is because you know people like you are taking action, and you're writing a book, and you're doing your book, The Power of Connecting, and you're telling that story. And that book will go on to change people's lives. It will go on to inspire people. It will go on to help benefit and uplift people as they read it. And that's our goal is to create exponential growth with this mission, to have people be out there and to have their stories and their things that they care about and that motivate them and their parts and pieces of puzzles that can help to change other people's lives get put into a book because what Mark's taught me from his amazing history of writing and his amazingly successful career is that when you write something down and you put it in a book, it becomes immortal. It stays forever. If you look at the great Napoleon Hill or the great you know, influencers of you know, the past that have been authors and have changed the world, and I let Mark speak to that more, it, their legacy lives on. Even though they, they've passed and they've moved on, their legacy lives on and they keep affecting people for the positive. They keep making a difference. And so that's, that's just awesome. And I mean, it makes me so excited to hear of things like what you're up to. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Mark, I know you're a big believer in the power of connecting. Well, totally. I believe your net worth, meaning your wealth, your net worth is created exclusively by your net work how many people you know and how many people know you and how many people know you like you respect you admire you and want to advance you and all of what you said just think about it if i hadn't written any books 
I wouldn't have met Raymond. And Raymond and I have been friends for 30 plus years. And if I hadn't met Raymond, then I wouldn't meet you and I wouldn't meet the other six or seven people that you've already introduced me to. And I'm sure before our lives are over, we'll each introduce each other to over 100 people. So I want to talk about podcasting because you're doing it and then how it integrates with a book like what you said a minute ago. Everybody should do a podcast potentially and learn from you and everyone should learn from us how to write a bestseller. 100%. I was listening to podcasts as an addicted, I spend three days a week at the villages here in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I live when I'm in town. And other days I do resistance training, climb all the highest mountains and that. And I'm in really good shape for a 72 year young guy. Never ever call yourself old. That's dysfunctional behavior. Anyhow, um, I was listening to all the brilliant t- podcasts like by, you know, Steve Forbes, What's Ahead, and, and every week he is just beyond brilliant, and he's got super, and it never dawned on me that I could do a podcast until I really talked to you, and that, you know, that's only a couple months ago, and then all of a sudden, now, I, I'm, now I'm doing three or four or five podcasts a day, and the world has totally changed, like Preston said, and we've gone to a, a video-centric, digital-centric iPhone, smartphone-centric world, meaning that from now on, everybody's going to be connected and they're going to learn who their tribe is. Well, the best way to know who your tribe is, write your own book. And as it goes out, like-minded people are going to share your book, connect you with other like-minded people like Raymond Redney got hired me to come and talk. He introduces me to you. You introduce me to other people. I introduce you to press. And, it, and it's all one merry, happy family but the minute you get above the noise, above the squawking masses, right? And the only way to do that is with a book. And the book is going to take multiplicity of forms. But right now, it's it's disseminating electronically, virtually, video-wise. And it becomes ever more exciting because when you do a book, like Press said, you leave a legacy. You, you impact the world permanently and forever. And you say, well, give me one example of that. So I'll just do, because he asked me to hit on it. Harriet Beecher Stowe, most of us in the United States had to read a book called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Well, it talks about black people getting free. Abe Lincoln, my sort of favorite president of the past is from Illinois. And I was born in Illinois, Waukegan, Illinois. I read that he read that on candlelight because there's no such thing as electricity yet because Edison hadn't read the book by Jules Verne about let's have electricity and then created it. The point is, and that changed the world a different way. But it is amazing that Harriet Beecher Stowe's book said to Lincoln, it hit his heart and soul. Nobody should be a slave. So he immediately wrote up in one day, one page, the Emancipation Proclamation, which is let's free people. And that became a basis for the Civil War, which ended up uniting America at a higher, better, stronger level. So what looked like a disadvantage became a great advantage. And now I'm saying, with this, us writing books, we're going to let people of any color, I don't care whether you're black, yellow, red, or white skin, that's irrelevant. That's uh, three-sixteenths of an inch of humanity. The real humanity is what's in your head, what's in your mind, what's in your soul, and it has to be deployed, in my experience, on paper, because books are literally, like Andrew Carnegie said, who taught everything to Napoleon Hill, the wealth of the world and the wealth of the future. And each of us has, like Preston was saying, enormous interior wealth, but it doesn't become realizable wealth until you take it from the inside and exteriorize it and put it in the binding of a book, even if it's a a Kindle book or an electronic book. I agree with that so much because 
part of thought leadership, right? Part of the whole thought leader movement that I told you about when we had one of our previous conversations that this fellow Matt Church in Australia came up with is that if you've gone through life and you've lived life, you've had experiences, those experiences have taught you things. And those things that they've taught you may not be obvious because they're not the surface things that you think they are. So most people say, okay, you know what? What I'm good at is I'm a good salesperson. I'm a good, uh, you, you know, nail person at a salon. I'm a good writer. I'm, I'm whatever, right? But that's not really their expertise. Their expertise is one level deeper than that because that's just at the surface level. So if someone for example, is, is a writer, they're probably very creative and they can solve problems well. If someone is good with nails, they're probably someone who understands aesthetic very well and understands how to make things look wonderful and beautiful. If someone Bingo. is a salesperson, they're probably someone who's empathetic and somebody who really cares and loves people, at least the kind of salesperson that you are and Preston is and I am. And those are the types of things that you know, I myself inside this whole thought leadership world that I live in, get people to start to think about. And when people get that out of their head, they can start to create a depth, a, a whole level of intellectual property, right? And, and, and when they do that, then they can take that and create a great book with it. And if they do that and they've tied that to, for example, an offering that solves a real problem for people, that's going to make them successful in their business. Essentially, that's what you're all about, correct? Correct. Let me just talk to that for a second. You said you ought to fulfill your soul is one of the sub lines you did under thought leadership. And, you know, when Jack and I are starting with Chicken Soup of the Soul in the first one, you got to go back to that or our 20th anniversary issue of that. We did a story about the world's greatest goal setter, who I never knew until I read his book, Dr. John Goddard. Well, not only did at 15 years old, he'd been reading National Geographic, learn how to scuba dive, do everything. He's older than I am. But, but Johnny wrote 127 goals, everything he wanted to do in his life, like do 100 push-ups every day, do 30 chins, go to every country in the world, fly the fastest jet, swim the deepest ocean, kayak down the whole Nile River. I read those and I was so excited. I wrote my own goals. Now I'm up to 7,012 goals and I've hit like 1,587. The point is, and John, Dr. Goddard and I became great friends. And I suddenly, you know, he was an anthropological archaeologist at UCLA. And, and I had him do a lot of talks for me, one here in Arizona, and he had us get up at four o'clock in the morning before his talk. And we went on and saw, uh, he got permission for us to go out and see all the uh, Hokum Indian ruins. And you'd see this stuff that with, they drove pictures of what looks like extraterrestrials, big heads, eyes. The point is, he and I hiked all the top as moms dove together, did everything together while, you know, while he was senior to me, it just, I wouldn't have known him if he hadn't written his book. And what he did is he expanded uh, and we'd, we'd get on telephone calls and it last into the middle of the night. We talk about what we're reading, what we're watching, what we're thinking and how our vocabularies are expanding. And that's what the book business is about. It's having you fulfill your destiny, your soul. And every one of us has that inner urging. That's why we say, look, and almost everybody's book life, book everybody's bucket list, sorry, everybody's bucket list, they've got a desire to do a book. Nobody has more qualification than I do to help you with Preston to take you from nowhere to a finished product. We just take you soup to nuts, step by step by step, 
and, and you can go over it as much as you want because, it, and then we'll answer your questions when you write them to us. So we are here to source and serve you to fulfillment of one of your heart's desires. I love it. And nobody is as qualified as you to teach people how to make a bestseller because you are the man with the most bestsellers in history, right? And I, records. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, to me, there's a lot of people who have book writing programs. Let's face it, right? That's not a new thing these days. There's a lot of people with book writing programs. Some of them are very good. But who can come and say, not only can I help you write a book, I'm the guy who made 309 bestsellers, 59 of them number one. I can tell you the secret sauce for how to turn it into a bestseller. And the secret sauce that I have actually works because I've done it over 300 times. And I can even say that this morning, and I can say this with integrity, that uh, I read one of your newest books that you haven't really got published yet in a kid's book. And I said, look, here's the zone. Here's the model. You know, because I've, I've touched at least, and as has Dr. Canfield, 50,000 plus books. And, and, you know, we know most of the great authors because, you know, when you go for decades to the American bookseller and all of us sign up, line up to sign all the books to all the bookstores from the world, this literally has 60,000 people show up from around the world, from every bookstore in Europe and Asia and everywhere, you know, of course, America. It just, it's a mind blower who you get to meet and get pictures with. And I'm an autophile of I mean, I collected autographs, but I saw a book that I recommended to you, and I hope you don't mind my sharing it, but one of my favorite author friends was Dr. Spencer Johnson, an MD who wrote One Minute Millionaire with uh, Dr. Jack's teacher from Harvard, one of them, Ken Blanchard, but yep. then he wrote Who Moved My Cheese, and then he wrote this value series, and it is a form and formula that, from my eyes, is perfects your dream of helping every kid become an entrepreneur, taking low value to high value to the marketplace, the future, creating a fortune for him and probably their family. Amen. Amen. That's so important and so powerful. And thank you for sharing that with me. In fact, I ordered a bunch of the books from Amazon right after we spoke. So I'm, I'm going to be getting those sometime in the middle of May because these days Amazon's delayed everything. Uh, but but that's fine. It'll get here when it gets here and I'll, I'll, I'll read it as soon as it gets here. But what's very powerful in what you just shared is that number one is the main reason I'm doing this is because I really want to create a constituency for free enterprise in the next generation. I think we need to start with kids when they're under the age of seven. We Thank need to you. teach these kids about free enterprise when they're very little so that they bring it in to their DNA and they understand why it's good. Instinctively, they'll get it. Instinctively, they understand things like, hey, you know, clean air is good, clean water is good, and having freedom to chart your own course is good because kids want that and they know that. And once they understand kind of the underpinnings around it, even as a little child, it'll make it easier for them to be able to say when they're older, yeah, this is the right way. I'm gonna go forward, create my own business. I believe in free enterprise. And that is going to ensure that the free West will always be free. Socialism will never take hold here. And we will be able to leave a legacy of freedom for our children and for future generations. And to me, that's important. That's why I did this. If it makes some money, fabulous. But more importantly, I want 10 million, 20 million, 100 million people in the English-speaking world with little kids under the age of seven to be reading this book and, and the other books that I've written in the series for it to their kids for bedtime so that these kids 
get to understand the beauty and the majesty of the free enterprise system in a, in a, in a wonderful way that, that uh, you know, is child-friendly. So thank Absolutely. you for that. Nikki, I think that's so important. You know, I, I'm a father right now. I've got five-year-old twins and an eight-year-old. And so I'm right in the thick of it. And I, I love my kids. They're the most amazing kids ever. But it's so important to teach kids when they're young. You're exactly right. And to teach them these principles. And you know, I've been lucky to have some foresight to, to try to do that and try and instill those things in my kids. You know, when they were little, I, I came up with the idea to never buy them anything. It's like, I'm going to make them earn everything that they get. And so I would create opportunity for them. And I, and I remember them being, you know, two years old and three years old. And I would bring them to work and go to the different car dealerships that I had. And everyone, you know, knew you know, I'd set aside a day every day of the week to make sure to bring one of my kids to work with me. And luckily I had the opportunity and the ability to do that, but I'd make them work all day and then they would earn $1. And then I had one of my locations that was next to a dollar store and I would take them over. I'd pay them the dollar at the end of the day and I'd take them over to the dollar store and I let them buy something in the dollar store so that they could see that it took work and that they could earn something and they had the control and the power to create their own results. And it's such a powerful lesson for you know kids to learn today. And I, I just totally agree and support you. And that's that's awesome that you're doing those books. Thank you, thank you. I that's a wonderful thing that you did for your kids, man. I never thought to do that. That's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I don't know, my kids are a little older, but might might not be too late to start that with them now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two two issues here. Number one. Young or old, you need to write a book. The youngest I ever had when I was doing my mega book series, traveling around the world, doing a series on now what we've made virtual, uh, is I had a four-year-old come and write, the future is now. And it was like a 10-page book, but everybody in the audience bought it from him for a dollar. And, and he's gone on to do great things. He's now about 12 years old and still my little friend and we correspond. But it got him going. And the minute people start to write, Nikki, they start to read more, think more, grow more, use the most powerful room in the world, the room called imagination. And, they, you know, but whether you're doing fiction or nonfiction, it's all imaginal, meaning you're, we all start the same with a blank page. So that's that, that part. And then number two is I did a book called The Richest Kids in America. And I interviewed 21 kids that are under 19 that all made a million. One uh, little black girl named uh, Jasmine Lawrence earned wow. a 500 million dollar company by figuring out how to do she was a chemistry major and she was a national honor scholar before she graduated she had 500 uh, people working for her company just it's an amazing story but she figured out how black people were losing their hair because they use uh, i i gotta be careful with not saying a product that might besmirch a company but they're using something in their hair that made their hair fall out. So she came up with a natural organic chemical way to do it. And then she talked Walmart into selling it when she was 15. The point is, that's why books wake people up. And I, yes, I did a video series with these kids. And it was just, it was so exciting because it wakes up the soul. That's what I think is, the three of us have talked previously to this that everybody's, so, I feel my heart right now as I'm sharing this with you, is that everybody needs to have their soul uh, arise, so to speak, and wake up and, and go up, you know, um, and it just is so exciting. And, and when you write and start really releasing that inner splendor, your inner being, that that quiet, still voice inside the press was just talking about and you're talking about, suddenly 
it is a wake-up call for you, and and it's a hearken call to the people that want to read you. They'll find your book. It just and we show you exactly how to do that because marketing is called the outreach, and and I'm pretty masterful at as are you. But podcasting and books are a perfect, wonderful, heavenly, divine marriage. They're going to source and serve. So we bring up all of humanity, which includes eight billion people that need to be included in the program. So you know, I'm in. What do I sign? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Yo, I victorhanson.com. That's how to sign up. <laughs> I love it. I, you know, I'd love to add one more point too, and it's something that Mark was talking about earlier. And you know, it creates something that's different in today. You know, Mark had mentioned how Abraham Lincoln would read a book under candlelight, and there's been so much change and so much progression. You know, when I used to run my car dealerships, I started in the car business. And literally, people to sell a car would drive a car to a popular corner. They would take a piece of paper. They would write their phone number and write the price. And they would get tape and they would stick it in the window. And I went from an industry that started at that to having every single person show up on my lot with every car in the country in their pocket and the book values and the history reports and all the information right there. And the same things happen in the book business. We're not reading under candlesticks anymore. We're not even reading paper anymore a lot of times because there's so many avenues to get your book out there. There's so many avenues to get it exposed. You don't even need to read to be able to read a book. You can have an audio. You can have it translated. You can have it digitally. You can have it on your phone. The barrier to entry has never been lower, and that will create a huge production of wealth of information so that people can share your soul like mark is saying and share that and you know we've never had such a such a great foundation and a great platform to be able to do this with amazon and kindle and apple you know, books and uh, audios and you know, other videos and different things that you can do the potential has never been greater than it is today and and you don't have to have this massive you know budget to you know, run production and do publication, you can go and write your book and publish it online and do it digitally. And it's accessible to almost everyone. And so it's just, it, we're in a great, great time. And it's, it's really exciting. It's really exciting things ahead. I love it, man. That's fantastic. Okay, so guys, we want to get a bunch of people to come and check out this program. So what's the best way for them to do that? They got to go to markvictorhanson.com, M-A-R-K-V-I-C-T-O-R-H-A-N-S-E-N.com. We entreat you to join us and we want to source and serve you to write your bestseller and make a fortune with it if that's uh, your choosing. I mean, if you don't want to make anything and you just want to write it as your biography or a biography or an, your own autobiography, we will help you every way you can. If you want to do it as interviews in your industry to recatalyze your industry forward, and I'll give a quick example of that. Uh, when Jack and I finished in 1990, uh, the Chicken Soup book and 144 people had rejected us, major publishers. We went to the ABA, American Bookseller, I've been talking about, and we sold it ourselves after getting turned down all those times. A little publisher took us, but they said it won't come out for a year and a half. Well, Jack and I had spent all our fortunes, respectively. He was teaching teachers, and I was teaching business uh, seminars. But uh, 
I needed money and I've been training in the chiropractic industry where there are 77,000 doctors seeing 25 million patients a month. And I said, look, you guys, the whole industry has just been crushed and crumbled. Uh, the Clintons have gone against healthcare, so they've taken all the insurance money out. And I know the 21 doctors who do million dollar practices that are cash only practices, like a guy in Colorado, Dr. Dennis Nikitao, said, carry around rubber band, put it around your index finger and make it tight. And he says, just ask me, what color will it turn? That's a subluxation, meaning your spine is out of a line with the divine. Anyhow, he said, it'll turn red and then blue and then purple and then fall off. And he had made a million dollar practice. And I had interviewed the 21 superstars like that. Then I interviewed all their chiropractic assistants called CAs to build million dollar practices. And it was amazing. We sold $3 million worth of something I interviewed. And I did the interviews. We show you exactly how to do it, sort of like a podcast, in, in wow. a week, put it together in another week. So in two weeks, I put together something that made me $3 million next year. I'm telling you, we are going to teach you multiple MSIs. Bob Proctor and I patented the term MSIs, uh, multiple sources of income, because nobody with a wisdom will have one source of income. Everybody that we know that's vastly rich had MSIs, multiple sources of income. And we're in an IP, an intellectual property time. And I teach the 38 forms of intellectual property. Everybody's got to get in on this. And you can, no matter where you start, you don't have to have a college degree. You don't have to have a high school degree. You could be in elementary school. Listen to this stuff. It's that simple and it's easy and it's proven and it's exciting and it'll wake up the spirit within you to go fulfill your destiny at this time in your life. If you're hearing this, I believe it's a piece of your destiny to go finish this book. I love it. I think that's awesome. You know, it's it's separately, I'm going to pick your brain because there's a program that I put together with my sweet better half, Teresa, in the last little while called Million Dollar Clinic. And it's all about helping folks create million dollar practices because she actually did that. She helped manage a bunch of practices for folks in a bunch of different clinical industries. And these guys are great people. And most of them are really good at what they do, but they're not the greatest business people in the world. Like they don't understand business principles that well. And we think that good people like them who are, you know, business-minded should be able to learn how to take their businesses to a million dollars in income or more. So that's a really, really cool thing that you did. Congratulations on doing that and helping a whole bunch of people do it. By the way, let me talk to it. Ladies and gentlemen, when you sign up with Press and I, we're going to help you just like I'm going to help Nikki now. And he didn't know I was going to do this. But I live here in Scottsdale, Arizona, the biggest Mayo Clinic that Preston and I have been over through the secret channels where they do all the, the avatar leadership stuff. And they're doing the best surgeries in the world with the top docs that we're friends with because we are at their headquarters. It does 12 billion. That's spelled with a B a year here at Mayo. But wow. the doctors, even at Mayo, which live up on a hill with me, because I live in a place called 100 Hills, and they're two next door and one across the street, they're not working right now. Because only if you're an emergency doc or you're into coronavirus can you do it. So our, our doctor across the way, we see her out walking and we keep our social distance. But she says, my practice is going. I'm having to fire all my people, even though I'm a Mayo doctor, because there's no way to go. I'm telling you right now that what you've created You've got to export to not only all the medical doctors, all the plastic surgeons, all the enterologists, all the beyond pathologists. Pathologists are doing great now. Lab guys and the girls, women are doing great. But there's urologists. They don't have business and they've had their business shut down. They're going to have to come back and they're going to have to come back screaming well because 
They've been without money now for two months, maybe three months, some of them. And now suddenly you are able to send an email to them and say, holy cow, I could listen to this and figure out how to rebuild myself, reinvent myself, pivot myself, go forward with myself. And you add what you got and Teresa's got to what I got and they'll be invincible it's because genius. Yeah, they may have the best plastic surgeon, but they need to write a book on why they did good plastic. And uh, and the internologist next door, he needs to do a, a why everybody needs to get a, <clears throat> a prostate exam. At least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it chokes me up doing those things. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. They're not fun. They're not fun. No, but you, you, you know, it's, for those guys, number one is um, they got to figure a way to to do telemedicine and online type medicine. But the other thing they need to do is they all need to look at how to deliver their wisdom in a way that isn't traditional kind of medicine. You can deliver your wisdom in the form of like a course, like an online course. If someone is, for example, a naturopath, one of the things they can do is they can deliver a course on, you know, be younger next year, right? Uh, so like if, if their clients right now are feeling like, my God, I'm overeating, I'm not exercising, naturopath right. can say 12 weeks to feeling 10 years younger, something like that. You know, chiropractor could be putting a, an online course about how, how to take care of your back uh, during pandemic times, right? That could be a program they could sell. These are things they can do that don't necessarily need the approval of the college in terms of their governing body telling them, hey, you got to do it this way because it's a course. It's not a treatment. It's basically advice that's being sold to people to help them relieve their problems on their own. So those are the kinds of things that a bunch of our clients here in Toronto are doing. One of our clients who's a naturopath, colleges shut her down, right? You can't see any patients. She still made over 10 grand in April. Well, I mean, what I'm saying to you now, Nikki, is exactly what you just said, but just do it from our point of view, ladies and gentlemen, so you see from the inside-outside perspective, I'm going to ask you to send this link to every naturopath, every DC, doctor of chiropractic, I call doctor of cause, to every MD, no matter what his or her ilk is, and there aren't that many of them, which is a whole different problem, and then you got to do it to every, what is the the medical doctor that can't do everything but surgery, it's called uh, a medical assistant or something, a PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyhow, the, the total spectrum of all those doctors is probably less than 2 million. And we got to figure out how to get the link to this program, to all of them, to source and serve them both with podcasts and with books, because all of them need this right now. And we need to bring up the whole fabric. We got to, medicine is important. And we can't let these former practitioners who are making a lot of money that got shut down innocently and and maybe ignorantly yeah. too from our government's point of view at my yeah. point of view right now 100%. but you've got to bring them back to full bloom 100% no agreed and they 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 got to do that they got to they got to figure out how to do stuff that's going to have them stand out from the sea of sameness as Dr. Nita Kubain says they also got to do stuff that's in the form of like online material online courses cuz that's going to help them get there well listen that's fantastic guys we're going to make sure we put that that website in the show notes markvictorhansen.com so listener make sure that you go there make sure you check this out like Take advantage of it yourself. Send it to the people in your life that you know need to hear this message right now. Make sure they get a hold of this. We want you to send this to at least five people in your life. 
Grab that link and send it to at least five people in your life. And if you like this episode, share this episode in its entirety with at least five people in your life because that's going to help them. The genius of Mark Victor Hansen and Preston Weeks is going to help them get out of being stuck on a plateau, being stuck without being able to move their business and their life forward. And it's going to help them be able to explode toward success. Absolutely. I love it. And, and on top of that, if you're going to learn something, learn from the best. You said that earlier. And, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to take a course, take it from someone who's proven themselves. Take it from someone who's done it, taken action. Let me save you 40 years of learning and have you sign up for our course if you have any desire to write a book. You know, amen. That's that's super, super well said. Super, super well said. So, listener, make sure that you do that. And if you're thinking to yourself, okay, that's great. I'm going to check out Mark Victor Hansen and Preston Weeks' program on you have a bestseller on you. I'm going to do that. But, Nikki, I'm not clear on my expertise super yet. I need to get clear on my expertise. I need to get clear on how I can take that expertise and turn it into money. That is a great idea. Go to our website, go to eastercoleacademy.com. There's a button right in the middle of the page that says watch free masterclass. We have a free masterclass on how to get that genius that's in your head out of your head so that you can turn it into a message that solves a very specific problem so that when you write your best-selling book, it's going to actually make you more money than just the book sales. It's going to help sell you and sell your programs out there into the world. Make sure you take advantage of that. It's absolutely free. And once you've done that, if you still need some help, there's another button right on top of that which says, Book a success call. In a success call, basically, we have an honest one-on-one conversation about your specific situation and how you can take what you've got and turn it into a powerful message that solves a powerful, real problem that people have and makes it easy for your book to be able to sell you because your book then is going to be based on you solving a problem for people out there in the world. And it'll be more than just a biography, although that's great too, if that's what you want to do. But I know if you're listening to this, you're an entrepreneur, you're you're a heart leader, you're a hero or a shero, you want to make a difference through your work and your programs. So make sure you take advantage of this. Mark Victor Hansen, Preston Weeks, God bless you both. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. Enjoy. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. No, it's my pleasure. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guests, the one and only Mark Victor Hansen and the incomparable Preston Weeks, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Check out the show notes. Take advantage of the link that Mark Victor Hansen said that you should go to, markvictorhansen.com. Spread the word. And to get to see this masterclass, go to eastercoleacademy.com, click on the button that says watch free masterclass, share this episode with at least five people in your life. Until next time, goodbye.